1: Week three is upon us, and we have some really interesting and fun games on this slate. we got some games, some high totals also. We'll be talking about all of them, all from the DFS side of it, coming up next. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire wire Fantasy Football Podcast, the DFS Friday morning version. I am Scott Jensen, joined as always by Ryan Balangi. on Friday mornings. We'll be talking about the entire slate of games. Uh, there's a lot of big games, uh, so we got some high total games for once. But first of all, Ryan, how are you today?
2: Yeah, doing well, Scott. Thanks. Um, didn't do so well in DFS last week. Did uh, probably about as bad as, as, as you can do. Um, <laughs> just made all the wrong decisions played Saquon, I played uh Devontae Adams over Cup, and Adams had two catches. Uh, both those guys are on this slate, uh, so so we'll get into that. I played all the wrong quarterbacks, and I didn't have any exposure to that Baltimore, um, Miami game. Well, I had some, but I didn't that, stack it up. Uh, that um, game was
1: wild, and it was like it was just like the Lamar show for three quarters, then all of a sudden it became this. Insane shootout where, you know, two ended up with six touchdowns. Tyreek and Jalen Waddell went crazy. It was a uh, that was a wild game. You don't get many games where, like, everybody in the game hits, but Lamar hit, Bateman hit, uh, Andrews hit, Tua, both receivers. It was a, it was a wild back and forth. There were, that that morning slate of games, like, it didn't look great on paper, but all, we had some huge comebacks. It turned out to be a pretty fun slate.
2: Yeah, and, you know, pretty much every winning lineup had uh, either Lamar or Tua with yeah. Tyreek, Waddle and Amon Ra. You know, Amon Ra yeah. went crazy again um he's back on this slate so we'll talk about him um but it just goes to show you you know that game was maybe the fifth or sixth most popular you know people were on the Raiders like me and a bunch of other spots and you know you have a spot like that that goes off and that's going to happen plenty of times in the NFL and those are the ones you want to look for in tournaments so you can beat all the all the people who played too much chalk, like like me, um, but yeah, we'll I try to improve this week.
1: I didn't have much of that game. I actually had a I had a smallly profitable week in a, a minor profitable week in DraftKings, so that's actually pretty good. One of my laps was pretty good, um, not huge like winning tournaments with those guys, but I had a a lot of raw, which uh, which obviously helped. And I had I had Nick Chubb, who we talked about uh, last week, is kind of the the guy that in that range. Play. That yeah, that was the play that. Uh, so I had I had that a was the play. Chubb and Amon Ross, so I ended up uh, profitable on DraftKings uh, by a bit. So it was a, it was a pretty good weekend uh, weekend for me. Nothing nothing huge, but uh, kind of building towards something good, hopefully. But let's jump into uh, the week three slate. Uh, we got thirteen games again. In the slate, no uh, no doubleheader Monday night, which by the way turned out to be a huge bust. Both those games were bad. Um, but thirteen games, we got nine early. So if you uh, if you have multiple TVs or the you know some kind of red zone, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a nice morning of nine games, four games late. Um, the first thing I noticed on this slate, uh, before we get into the actual games, there's a weird like dead mid range at running back this week. There's like between like 7,000 and 5,500. There's like one, one or two guys. It's a weird, like and you can actually see that the price drop off on DraftKings. games. There's like just nobody in that range. It's a, it's a weird, uh, weird week of like a lot of high guys and a lot of low guys, but not much in the middle there.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. And we'll talk about that when we get to running back, but I think all the ownership will gravitate to sort of those two. There's two guys really that you mentioned under, that seven K range or so, and then some more expensive guys in good spots. But I think, yeah, the, the ownership will condense to those few guys. So you'll be able to make plays like that. Nick Chubb last week, and I just, I you know, I re- I really dropped the ball on that one last week. It's easy to say in hindsight when Chubb you know outscores everyone like that. But like we talked about, we knew he was going to be way less popular than yep. Saquon and Mix. And then you know, I still in my bigger tournaments, not that it wouldn't wouldn't not that it would have mattered, but. I played Saquon and Mixon and just couldn't pull the trigger on Chubb.
1: Everybody was telling Chubb to kneel at the one-yard line. I was telling him to score
2: at the end of the game. I was like, get in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, what are you guys talking about? Get in there, definitely. Nick.
1: Yeah.
2: It was okay. a weird week, too. No running backs like had good games except Chubb for the most part. Um, so he provided just such a huge difference. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird running back. A lot of a uh, lot of passing and receiving. But uh, like we mentioned before, we do have some really good games this week. Uh, we got uh, Chiefs Colts. Uh, you know, Colts are kind of on their on their last legs here. They they need to they need to get something going pretty quick in the season. Whether they're oh one and one. Um, against uh, the Jaguars and the Texans, too. They have the Chiefs coming into town. I saw a note that uh, that spread a week ago was like two or two and a half in India. Now it's seven, so obviously uh, one week makes a difference. We got Bill's Dolphins, which suddenly looks like, you know, the powers to be in the in the AFC East. That'd be a really fun game, too. Uh, those are two of the high total games. We got Bill's Dolphins. It's 52 Uh, Chiefs Colts is 50 and a half and then uh you mentioned Ross St. Brown uh, the hero of the podcast and the hero of fantasy football uh at the Vikings that's games 51 and a half so uh, I think last week we had maybe one game over 50 and the week before maybe one or two Uh, we got three three and three games all in the morning it's over 50 it's uh, pretty fun
2: yeah some points on the slate for once um Definitely more high total games than we've seen. And do you, have, do you have one of those
1: three that like jumps out to you more than the other ones? Is there, is yeah. there a game you really going to attack?
2: I think so. Well, kind of just by process of elimination, like the Chiefs are very tough to stack now. One, really because are. Kelsey's 7,900 now, which is, you know, yeah. who you really feel safest with because they have so many weapons, and you never really know who Mahomes is going to use. Juju, Valdez, Scantling, Hardman, multiple running backs. So so stacking them is tough. You're and just you're just guessing at receiver, right?
1: Like there's no – I kind of looked at it, and I was like, who am I going to – and then Justin Watson caught the touchdown last week, and even Mahomes said himself, good luck trying to figure it out week to week. Like as much right. as breaking it down and we we do that and all these others, I think on a Chiefs receiver, you're just kind of guessing who's going to be the guy that week, and I, just, I hate doing that.
2: Me too. Yeah, I hate doing that. And I don't really want to do that, especially when the Colts don't really have a clear run back. I mean, I don't know, Pittman coming off an injury, you'd want to run it back with Taylor, but he's 9k. You can't really use Mahomes, Taylor and Kelsey. So I'll probably avoid that one. Um, It's tough not to love the Bills. Uh, I really like Josh Allen. I mean, they look like they're on a mission this year. They look like the best team in football to me. Um, Allen's Two huge games right away. And Stefan Diggs, you know, that's another interesting one that we'll talk about. But Stefan Diggs looks pretty good. And I remember you and I tried to play him many times last season and yep. he, he failed just about every time. Um, but he, he looks pretty good after after two weeks. Uh, so I think the Bills is probably where I lean, especially because we just saw that Tua and Tyreek and Waddle. We're able to put up some some yards and compete, and so you could see see that game shooting out. Um, what about you? Do you, Do you have a favorite yeah. one of these games?
1: And on the Dolphins, it's good to see Mike McDaniel like you getting the ball in his best players' hands. Like everybody's like, oh, you got to spread it around and all this. How they're going to guard Tyreek and Waddle? Like, no, throw the ball to Tyreek and Waddle. When They get the ball in their hands, it's it's electric. Um, uh-huh. It's good to see him actually doing that. We see other uh, other coaches. Uh, no, not going to name any names. Arthur Smith. But, uh, you know, who like, get, he was actually offended in the post game that people were asking about why Cal Pitts is not getting the ball. He's like, this is not fancy football. I'm like, I don't care if it's fancy football. In real football, you want your best players to have the ball too. Like, that that is a point, right? Like, I get you're not trying to, like, boost stats for fancy football, but to win games, you put the ball in the best players' hands. And McDaniel's doing exactly that. You saw Mostert get the ball uh, more this week, and he's an explosive guy. And I mean, two is dropping back. He's looking for Waddle and Tyreek. They're two extreme playmakers. And, Get the ball in their hands, and uh, and McDaniel so far, what's he beat? uh, He beat Belichick uh, in one of the weeks, and uh, he beat uh, Harbaugh in the other week. Like that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good start to your coaching career, right there. Uh, I really like Lions Vikings. I think the Lions are are weirdly a really fun team. And you know, some of that's the the hard knocked bump that we know some of these players, but they're fun. They play hard. They don't they don't give in at all, you know. Their their motto is grit, but it like it kind of shows up in the game. Like they can be down two touchdowns and they're still playing hard. Uh, Jared Goff with a new offensive coordinator looks pretty good. Amon-Ra looks awesome. Um, he's got some weapons and that's a, and they can't stop anybody. So that's exactly what we want in fantasy. Uh, Kirk Cousins luckily not playing in primetime this week. So that'll help out the cause. Um but uh, that's a game that, uh, of the three, feels the most, like, possible to get to, like, a, you know, a 38-35 kind of thing that we would love for fantasy.
2: Yep, I think so, too. Yeah, I'm going to stack that game as well. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to include the quarterbacks. Um, oh, interesting. I just I, – I don't really want to pay $6,700 for, co- for Cousins. Um, yeah. I will I, I'll definitely – play some golf though with with Amon Ra and maybe Hawkinson as well but there's just there's good pieces all over that game Jefferson Irv Smith even Thielen and then all the guys on Detroit so yeah I really like that game And you even mentioned both running backs are very,
1: very playable this week too. So it's a, it's a, it's a really fun game and it's a good thing. It's a good point of the quarterbacks. Like last week we had, I think we had no, we had no Allen, no Mahomes, no Herbert and no Hertz on the slate. Like that's a, that's a, that's four big names that were off the main slate. All those guys on the slate this week. Plus Jackson's still on there. Kyler's on there this week. Like, We've got we've got six quarterbacks over seven thousand. It's a it's a it's a it's a great week of quarterbacks. They're all playing on the slate. Uh, you know the 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 Monday night the Monday night and Sunday night games don't take a lot of names off. Thursday we saw uh, you know uh, Trubisky and uh, and. Uh, and Jacoby Brissett come off the slate. And we got Russell Wilson and uh we'll talk in a second. Luckily we don't talk about the 49ers, because that would just make me sad again. But uh we got Jimmy G on the slate on Sunday night, believe it or not. And then uh, obviously uh you know, Cowboys, Cooper Rush. We're not worried about that. Daniel Jones on my night. All the all the night games are like not big name quarterbacks except for Russ.
2: Right, you look at these other guys that we haven't even mentioned that are like afterthoughts on this slate. Lodgers, Brady, Stafford, Burrow, Kyler Murray. So, yeah, like all the quarterbacks.
1: Just a a spoiler. One of those will not be an afterthought for me. (laughs) Okay. My uh, my sneaky slate – my sneaky stack comes from that group right now. I like that,
2: that. yeah, Yeah. because those guys are –
1: it's one of those guys I really love this week, so uh, we will get there. Uh, we do have some low totals, uh, you know. Don't want to think it's all about fireworks this week. We've got two games. Uh, we got a game at forty. The Texans and the Bears. That is a gr- that's a gross game right there. That's a gross game of offense. Um, you know the the Bears are uh, Justin Fields is fifteen of twenty eight passing. Not last week, but on the season.
2: Yeah, really He's throw- weird. Just- He's
1: completed fifteen passes in two weeks. Like this is not two thousand twenty two NFL. I don't know what they're doing there.
2: The Packers game was really weird to see because yeah. they were sort of down bigish the yeah. whole game. So how do they you lost end with eleven passes? Yeah, they lost by seventeen, and he had eleven or twelve attempts. Like I get the week before, is in a
1: monsoon against the Forty Nine ers. He still had eighteen passes or something that week. Uh, eleven or twelve in a game, you lose by seventeen is just a weird, strange game. I guess it's just not, they're under Aaron Aaron Rodgers' spell at some point. Uh, we've got the saints and Panthers at 41 uh, Packers or Packers bucks like a great game, but that totals 42. Uh, the bucks are missing everyone. The Packers are missing a lot of guys on uh, both. The receiving cores are way, way down, but you know, you get Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady on Sunday afternoon. That's going to be a must watch game. Uh, Falcon Seahawks is at 42 also. And then we got Ravens pats at 43 and a half. So we do have a number of games that are, uh, that are low, low totals, but we have a lot of fun games this week. Um, any of those games in the lows that you're just avoiding totally. I think that. Uh, I think that uh, Saints-Panthers and, uh, and and Texans-Bears kind of felt that way to me. There's a couple guys here and there, but um, those games really seem like low-scoring defensive battles.
2: Yeah, Saints-Panthers, really n- no interest there except maybe the defense. And then Texans yeah. in Chicago, yeah, the, there's one or two decent pieces on each side that we'll talk about. Um, yeah, there are. There's one of these games, I don't know, I guess we'll get into it later. I like one of these low-total games for a stack, though. Oh, do it now. Which game do you kind of like? Sure, I like this Atlanta Seattle game for a stack, Okay, actually. Um, I on, think
1: I, that's funny because I have two sneaky stacks one's the one I mentioned, and the other one is Marcus Mariota.
2: It, there it is, it's Marcus ah, Mariota. Wow, nice, uh, I like to hear it. He is he just looks a bit too cheap still after 18 rushing attempts in the first two weeks, 88 yards on the ground. Pretty good matchup now against Seattle. And uh, and, and kinda... easy easy stack, right? You either play, exactly. or you play
1: London, or you play both. Like there's just, it's a very clear um, way to go. Like you don't have to worry about anybody else. I think that's it. rushing yards and throw to those two guys is what you're
2: kind of hoping for. That's Yeah, and that's actually the main question I had for you was, it's an easy stack. Now, if you're just going to play one of those guys, I know you've liked Kyle Pitts the first two weeks and it hasn't really worked out. So if you just were going to play one, would you pair Mariota with London or Pitts?
1: It hasn't worked out. I hadn't heard that anywhere.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going Kyle Pitts this week. Uh, spoiler alert on my popular
1: tight end. I think it's 4,800 is just too cheap. I'm I'm jumping back in. I'm jumping back in for a week. It's so cheap. I I love Drake London, too. We talked about him last week. I think he's 5,800, but uh, I think I'm going with Pitts. 4,800, I'm stacking stacking up everybody else. I think you go, you start Mariota Pitts, uh, you can really do a lot with your lineups.
2: I agree. Yeah, this this is the spot. I mean, he's got to do it this week. And then on the Seattle side, you know, normally I wouldn't love rostering one of Geno Smith's receivers, but – Lockett and Metcalf are both still pretty cheap, and Geno yep. Smith hasn't looked that bad. Um, you know, he might not be that much of a downgrade from Russ and Lockett or Metcalf. One of those guys can have a big game. Lockett had a big game last week, yep. um, so I think it's a cheap stack, and it's pretty easy to to make the decisions of who you want to play in that game. So yeah, I like that yeah. one a lot.
1: The hardest thing is deciding which Seattle receiver. You're kind of guessing at that point. It's been that way for years. But, yeah, they're both guys that can go off. And DK had, like, a crazy catch last week that came back. So, like, he's still obviously really good. But uh, let's jump in. Who do we think are going to be the the popular plays first of all? But first, a note from our sponsors at Brothrow. Have you ever bet on sports with your buddies? Brothrow is the only sports betting platform that lets you bet directly with your friends. And Brothrow doesn't take a cut, of, a cut of every bet. No fees, no juice, no middleman. Brothrow is not a sports book. You bet on sports directly against other users with no juice or VIG, which saves you a ton of money over time. Betting 11 to win 10 stinks. With Brothrow, you bet 10 to win 10. Brothrow offers a hassle-free sign-up process that lets you in the action in seconds. You don't have to deposit money on Brothrow either. Instead, you play other betters directly. Throw out your first bet and go to brothrow.com slash roto. That's R-O-T-O and use the code roto. Brothrow is a free to sign up, cut out the middleman, start betting on Brothrow. That's brothrow.com slash Roto. So let's talk about who we think is going to be popular this week. Uh, Starting at quarterback, um, you mentioned Kirk Cousins earlier. I don't know if I love the price either. I just think it's 6,700. I think he does get some play this week. He's got got an easy stack with Jefferson. You can play some Irv Smith, like you mentioned. Um, The game isn't in prime time, I joked about before, but he is bad when it's nighttime. The Lions play a lot of man-to-man. They blitz a lot. I just see some big plays here. The Lions have been smoked so far by Jalen Hurts and by Carson Wentz. Um, the matchup just seems to set up really well, plus the total, plus the easy stack. You can come back with St. Brown. It seems like a, just kind of an easy play that I think a lot of people will go to.
2: No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't. I, I didn't mean to scare anyone off uh, the Cousins train. It's very easy to just pair him, Jefferson, and Irv Smith because Irv's 3,100. We see Cousins throw for 350 and four touchdowns, you know, a few times per season. And it's these spots against the Lions where it happens. So, yeah, Cousins will be relatively popular in tournaments and rightfully so. Uh, I think for cash games, quarterbacks, not quite as clear cut. Um, I think people will go to Mariota all the way down uh, just because of the rushing and because he lets you afford. There's so many guys to play this week and there might not be. There might not be that much cheap value to afford it, so people might choose to save at quarterback. If not, probably hurts at seventy-six. You know, Allen at eighty-two is is just a lot for cash games. Um, yeah. But I think Allen, Hurts, and Mariota at least project the best from a point per dollar perspective.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I think the top uh, the top after seven up above seven thousand just gets spread out. I think we can get so many names up there. I, I agree with you. I think Hurts is probably the the most popular coming off the Monday night game. Any game against Washington, they have a high implied team total. Um, do you think anybody plays Justin
2: Herbert this week? Not really, because it feels like it
1: feels like one hit and he could be out of the game, right?
2: Right, but I think that's an interesting stack if Keenan Allen's out, especially because then it just becomes pretty easy to play Herbert, Mike Williams, and and Everett, maybe, or and Palmer, maybe. Um, so. Yeah, no, I don't think many people play him, and I think I'd be interested if if Keenan Allen was out again.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a big risk because he takes the he takes the wrong hit in the first quarter. You got a zero, but if, you know when you get someone like Justin Herbert in a very low roster ship, like it becomes pretty interesting. It's it's a risky play, but it's one that could play off huge. He's obviously has a massive upside um, home against Jacksonville, but uh, you have to know that going in that there there's a chance that you can look up and he's uh, he's walking to the sideline gingerly because that you know. Torn rib cartilage is not, uh, not, uh, not especially. Uh, it's definitely going to be painful. Um, I, I assume they will have him kind of strapped up with a vest and all that, but uh, something he's going to play. Uh, obviously, we don't know that, and that goes out the window. He doesn't play, but uh, it's, it's interesting there. What about uh, what about running back? Do you think there's anybody that jumped off the page to you that's like, uh, everybody's going to have this guy this week?
2: Yeah, definitely for cash games. Leonard Fournette's going to be the most popular. Um, he's, he's the one guy I mentioned that, like, lack of mid-rate. He's the one guy that just sticks out, 6,500.
1: He just is. there's like nobody around him. It's, it's a weird range where just kind of, it's easy to scroll and click him.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So his, his salary keeps going down and then with Evans suspended now and Godwin probably out, it looks like, uh, yeah, it just makes Fournette look like too good of value because of the passes he catches. And I think right below that, there's another guy, uh, David Montgomery yeah. will be relatively popular. Cheap price tag and a great matchup at home against the Texans. Clearly, you know, the Bears' number one weapon. Um, So I think those are the two guys, at least in in the mid-range, that'll be popular.
1: In the expensive range, is there somebody that sticks out to you? For me, it was Dalvin Cook. I think he'll be the most popular at 7,900. Uh, slow start last week. He got game scripted out of that game. They were uh, It was a weird game. They were uh, they were behind pretty quickly to uh, to Philadelphia. Only 10 touches. Uh, I like when the coach says after the game I need to get him more involved. I love that when you kind of go into game planning. And Detroit's allowed the second most point per game so far to running backs. I think that they, you can run against them. Uh, we mentioned Detroit. They're fun. They're gritty. But they can be scored upon. Uh, they can come back, but they can also be scored when they give up a lot of points already this year. Um, they've scored a lot of points, but they give up a lot of points too. Uh, I just think Cook is is, is a little underpriced. When you look at, uh, you know, he's uh, 1100 less than Taylor, 900 less than McCaffrey. He's less than Derrick Henry, who has not looked good so far this year. He's less than Austin Eckler, who's not looked good so far this year. Um, I think Cook slides in that range right there where I, I put him with those top guys this week and he's not priced that way. So I think he'll be pretty popular.
2: Yeah, I agree with everything you said and I, I'm on cook as well. And uh, you wouldn't be surprised if he's the top scorer at the position and he's a thousand dollars cheaper than Taylor and McCaffrey. It's just a great spot home against the lions. So yeah, definitely Dalvin cook for me. Uh, The other guy, what well, we just talked about if Keenan Allen is out again, I'll, I'll have some Eckler as well. Yeah, nine sense. catches on ele- nine catches on 10 targets last week and just a great matchup at, at home against the Jags. Maybe, maybe not great matchup, but good matchup, uh, especially if Keenan Allen's out. So yeah, Cook number one and then Eckler. So in terms of popularity, receivers,
1: interesting because you've got Cups, 9,900, Jefferson's 9,300, Adams, 8,400, Jamar Chase, 81. And right under them, You've got the two stars from last week. You've got uh, Stephon Diggs at seventy seven hundred. He would not be seventy seven hundred if that game had not been played on Monday night. He had three touchdowns, and then Tyreek Hill seventy six hundred. Like, it's so hard. A cup is so good. Jefferson's so good, but boy, it's hard to pay twenty two hundred dollars more than it is. To, than it is for Diggs and Hill.
2: Yeah, it's really hard, and I think that's what what the ownership is going to show. Diggs. I do too. Diggs will probably be the most popular. Uh, like you mentioned, he'd be more expensive uh, if if that Monday night game had been counted. But I think people will figure they can get the production of Cup and Jefferson, you know, for quite a bit cheaper with Diggs. So I think Diggs will be the most popular. And I think Amon Rai is still underpriced. Yep. And, you know, people are all over him now. Like you mentioned, he's the talk of – fantasy football. So I think Diggs and Amon-Ra, uh, probably the most popular in did this you, expensive uh, range. Did
1: you see Amon-Ra shading Deami Brown after the game?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was great.
1: <laughs> just, I mean, savage and brutal, but like he has a chip on his shoulder that is freaking gigantic. You gotta to love do. this Lions
2: team, man. He, like fun. Dan Campbell, Amon-Ra, I mean, they're just such an easy group to root for and they're, they've been really good for DFS as well.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Draymond Green always has that. They ask the question, you can name everybody that's drafted in front of him, and Amon Rock can do the same thing. They both feel like chip on their shoulder guys, and he can name every receiver taken in front of him. And then the names are not they're not great when you the some of them are, but the names are not great. Just calling out Jamie Brown. I, I laughed. It was it was mean and savage, but it was uh you know. I love that stuff. It was pretty funny. I love it too. Uh tight end, my answer here is easy. I think Kyle Pitts at 4800 is gonna get some popularity. I just think that price is too low. There will be some people who are like, screw it. I'm not going back to him, but uh, I think he ends up uh, pretty popular. I think him and Waller maybe, maybe the two most popular. I think it's hard to get to Kelsey and Andrews as you, as you build a lineup. Waller feels like maybe the, the discount stud guy, and then Pitts just seems underpriced to me.
2: Yeah, I don't even think people will go to Waller, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think – You're right. Pitts for sure. And then under that, it's going to be two guys. Uh, Hawkinson, one, because he's in that game with the 52 total and he's had seven targets in each of the first two games. Good call. Um, And Higby as well, nine targets and 11 targets uh, for Higby. So I think, yeah, it's that mid range. Goddard, too. You know, don't don't forget about Goddard. So I think I think that whole range will get some ownership. Yeah, that, that
1: 4000 rate is actually pretty good this week.
2: There's a lot yeah. of guys. I found it, as I was building anything, I found it hard to get up to
1: the expensive tight end just because I like the guys in the four thousands um, so much. But uh, if we're talking favorite game stacks, like this is where you're going with your quarterback receivers. You know, we've talked about some guys to be popular, but where you're going is like you're, uh, all right, we're going to get uh, get the most points here. We're going to play the high total games. Where are you going stack-wise this week?
2: Yeah, I think... It might be the the one I mentioned in the 41 total, actually. This Mariota wow, Atlanta right. stack. Um just briefly, I'll mention I'll mention another one after, but you know, I want to play these guys that we mentioned, Dalvin Cook and Stefan Diggs and Amon Ra and other expensive running backs. So what you know, what if you want to play Cooper Cup and Jefferson? There's just there's so many guys this week. And I know we'll talk about some cheap guys later, but there's no cheap guys that are really jumping out as as great yeah. plays. So especially I,
1: at, especially at running back, there's no like I, obvious uh, kind of guys to throw in there.
2: Yeah, I, I like the Mariota stack and kind of just hope he can do enough. Um, as far as these other stacks, I mentioned no for KC. I like the Bills stack for sure. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen digs, and we gotta see what's gonna happen with Gabe Davis. But if Gabe Davis is out again. And, yeah, I think you can pair Allen with another guy. I don't mind pairing him with Dawson Knox. Yep. And Miami, too, just such a, such a great team now to run it back with. I wrote the same thing in my article that you mentioned with Miami. It's all going to Hill and Waddle, uh, 25 targets and 24 targets, I believe. And, you know, if you were Tua, you'd be doing the same thing. They're your best players. You want to win games. They give you the best chance to complete passes and score touchdowns. So it's nice to just see. To a targeting them like that, so I think then, the Bill stack would be mine. Um, what about you? And the, I just want to go back on that. The thing with
1: Waddle is they're actually Mediano's using him really well. Like it seemed like last year they like, they turned Waddle into like short, you know, in in space getting quick passes. But like they're using him both ways: using him short passes, using him down the field. Like they're using Waddle really well. Uh, the dance is awesome every time he pulls it out. So I love when Waddle scores. But yeah, I mean, Bills is my favorite one too. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. It's uh, it's just the total works. The players work both ways. You can play Allen with Diggs come back with them, and you have to get cheap elsewhere to do that. I mean, they, none of those guys are cheap. Although Diggs is, like we said, two thousand cheaper than, than than Cup and and uh, you know sixteen hundred cheaper than Jefferson, but it, it just works well. Um, it's obvious, uh, but Allen, you know, Allen has eight touchdowns already on the year. He's been top five QB in both weeks. He's been back to back years as the number one quarterback. I don't think anybody's been three in a row since like the early 2000s. I forget who it was, but there was someone that was uh, three years in a row as quarterback. One really hard to do. Uh, you know, obviously Lamar was really good against Miami. We talked about the you know Miami came back, but Lamar went crazy in that game. I think Lamar in some formats had more points than Tua did. He had the 80 yard touchdown yeah. run. They had the, the Bateman touchdown, the Andrews touchdown. Like Miami gave it up to. Like we talked about how great Miami was, but um, you know they gave 38 points on defense too. So this game should be uh, should be fun. The key thing also with this game is that. But Buffalo's missing a ton of guys in the secondary. They're uh, their front seven's really good, but I, you gotta think that Tyree and Waddle get out. They just uh, they ruled out Micah Hyde uh, this morning. Uh, I think Dane Jackson's not playing. Uh Tavreus White's obviously not back yet. They're just uh, Jordan Phillips is out too for their defense. They're just they're they're really banged up in the secondary, and I think that's going to give a chance for uh, to Miami to kind of hang with them for a little bit at least. But my favorite stack outside of that was a, a sneakier one. You know, not one of the bigger games. Uh, I really like the Cincinnati Bengals stack this week. I love uh, I love this bounce back. Everybody's down on the offense. Down on the offensive line. But Burrow's still thrown a lot. Um, their team implied toll still 25, still pretty good. Uh, the Jets don't play any cover two, which is what people have been doing at Burrow to kind of mess him up. I don't think the Jets can get after the quarterback quite as much as, uh, as the other teams The Bengals played. The Jets are allowing 7.8 yards per attempt. I think he's a really nice bounce back spot. Burrow's only 6,600. You save a, a bunch of money from that top tier. Uh, Chase is 8100 And the Chase thing I want to mention, because I think the Chase part of this is probably the most interesting uh, aspect of why I like it so much, I don't think anybody's going to play Jamar Chase. If you're like looking at Chase, you're like, oh, I'll just go down to Diggs, down to Hill, down to Amon Ross St. Brown. It's so easy to get from his price and be like, I'm just going to drop down these other guys in these big games, these big names, the guys who are going off. Chase is quiet last week. Uh, he had a big first week, but quiet last week. Uh, and then you're like, if you look at Chase and you're like a bubble, Like I'll just go to Devontae Adams, I'll go up to Jefferson and Cup. Like, I think he falls in this weird middle range where nobody's going to play him, and I love a stud receiver that nobody's going to play. I love Burrow Chase this week.
2: Man, that's – yeah, that's such a good call with Chase. Just nobody's going to play him. I was right? not it's- expecting you to say the Bengals. I mean, not <laughs> at all. Good. I like it. That is that is the exact reason. I was just going to ask you if the Bengals are even going to win this week, because man, I caused myself some more pain on Sunday. I had the Bengals money line in my parlays, and they did it to me again, just like just like oh, that Week was, One. That so, was a Cowboys loss, right? Oh yeah, that was yeah. I mean, no way Cooper Rush beats the Bengals, right? But yeah, and their their um, offensive line is a mess. Don't get me wrong, but Burrow
1: can still sling it. um the great part is, like, at the, for this deck. I don't care if they win. I kind of hope not. I hope the Jets score a bunch of points, too. Yeah. You, look at the, you look at the Jets last week, and, I mean, they scored 31 on the Browns. Granted that the last two touchdowns were pretty, you know, fluky how fast they scored them. But um, the Browns can play defense a little bit. Flacco is not good, but Flacco is distributing out. They The Jets have really interesting yeah. receivers. And my favorite part about this is then you come back on the other side with Elijah Moore at 5,000. Everybody's going to play Garrett Wilson this week. He's 5400. I like going underneath that. I like going to Elijah Moore. Um, I think that uh, that it's going to be a week where Moore is going to you know, bounce back a little bit. Wilson was the big week
2: last week. I like coming back with Moore this week at a lo- at a low uh, percentage. Also, yeah, I like that. That Jamar Chase is that's a that's a tournament winning play right yeah. there. And, and you, and you can, even can run it back with one of those running backs. I don't know. There isn't much for cheap running backs this week. Yeah. Michael Carter could he could have a good game for 5200. Yeah. Just the last stack. I, I'll just piggyback on it a little you briefly mentioned it at the start but the lion stack looks really good yeah jared goff amon Ra, throw hawkinson in there if you want and then the run back is just pretty easy you can dalvin cook or jefferson yep so yeah i think that that lions one looks pretty good too and on those high scoring games i, I kind of like getting the the
1: less popular of the two uh two stacks i think that detroit would be less popular than so i think more people have uh, cousins jefferson and come back with Amon Ra. i like what you're saying i like i like Goff almond and then i like coming back with cook myself yeah, me too. Any other quarterbacks? Uh, what does one do with Lamar this week? Obviously, last week was massive. He had 119 yards rushing, six passing touchdowns for Lamar through two weeks. That you know he's uh, Bateman's hitting some big ones, Andrews hitting some big ones, uh, Devin Duvernay hit a couple big ones the first week. Playing against New England though, like I feel like Belichick, you know, if nothing else, mucks up games. He's eight thousand. Um, I didn't find myself going to Lamar this week, and that usually turns out to be a mistake because he's obviously insanely explosive.
2: Yeah, I'm with you this matchup at New England is just not one I usually like to target and all these other options. It seems hard to get to Lamar, but I feel like most people will feel or most people will think the same. So Lamar is another one of those that probably won't get much ownership up here. And last week he was pretty much all there was, uh, in the expensive range and still not many people played him. Um, so yeah, no, I don't have much interest. I don't think the field will either um i don't know yeah he's just kind of lingering there without a without a, it's just, it's a
1: weird spot for them and then obviously with that bills game you could flip it you could go the two a stack if you wanted to He mentioned everybody's out for buffalo uh, jordan poyer who's there uh, their safety is also kind of unclear if he's going to play like they are decimated in the secondary without hyde dane jackson maybe poyer and jafaris white like they're going to be throwing a couple rookies out there um, got to think Hill and Waddle can get open on that that's going to be a, that's going to be a fun game but Uh, Let's talk about running backs, but first a note from our sponsors at Vivid Seats. Hey, football fans, get your jerseys on and your tailgate snacks ready. That's right. NFL season is back, and so is your chance to score tickets with Vivid Seats. Download the Vivid Seats app or visit vividseats.com to see your team's schedule, compare tickets, and secure your spot in the stands. As the only ticketing company with a rewards program, Vivid Seats is the winning app for NFL fans just like you. Earn credit when you buy 10 tickets, then cash those credits in to catch more games all season long. With tickets from Vivid Seats, you go from watching the game to being part of it. Go to vividseats.com or find us in the app store to browse unbeatable seats. We'll see you in the stadium. Also a note from our sponsors, the Blue Wire Network. This RotoWire
3: podcast is brought to you by my favorite meal kit, Factor. I gave Factor a try and I can tell you firsthand, eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every meal arrives fresh, not frozen, and they're chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Every week, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from, And there's something for every diet, including calorie smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after those wellness goals. One of my favorite things about Factor is the convenience. We're talking meals that are good to go in two minutes or less. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. There's no prep, there's no mess, no cooking, no cleanup, none of that. It's perfect if you have a busy lifestyle and you can't dedicate an hour plus each day to preparing lunch or preparing dinner. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor also offers options for every meal. Pancakes, smoothies, you name it. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, dinner, whatever you need. Factor has it. Factor is also tailored to your schedule, so you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you could pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. We've run the numbers over here. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be both nutritious and delicious. Head over to factormeals.com slash rotowire50 and use the code rotowire50. That'll get you 50% off your order. That's code rotowire50 at factormeals.com slash rotowire50 to get 50% off today.
0: We're driven by the search for better.
1: We thank you for indulging us there. Uh, so, Ryan, let's jump into uh, running backs. We kind of mentioned guys at the top when we were talking about who's going to be popular. But um, above, like, 7,000, we got Taylor at 9,000. We got McCaffrey at 800 back on the injury report yesterday. Says he's fine, but he's always on there. Uh, Derrick Henry, 8,100. Eckler, 8,000. Cook, 79. Mixon seventy six, Aaron Jones seventy four, Swift seventy two. It's a big range. Um, where are you going with the range? I think I've kind of made it clear that Dalvin Cook's my favorite here. But what are you thinking of this range?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you on this one. Uh, it's Cook for me, and maybe Eckler for me, okay. uh, right next to each other. Part does uh, does Keita
1: Allen have to not play for you go Eckler, or is that uh, can I, you go either way? Yeah,
2: I think so actually, because just because. Um, obviously Eckler can still have big games with Allen, but just for me, I would rather just get more exposure to Dalvin cook um, rather than, you know, I would probably not have to not play cook on those Eckler teams. So yeah, yeah. I I would want Keenan Allen to be out. And then I just maybe double my exposure to cook, but yeah, part of my downfall last week was trying to, was getting to Jonathan Taylor when, when Pittman got ruled out on Saturday, I don't know. I convinced myself that he was, you know, for sure going to get 35 touches, probably have a big game against Jacksonville, and oh man, that the opposite happened. Really, yeah. that was um, the that game went sideways fast.
1: And I mean, he had he had 10 touches. That should never happen.
2: Yeah, it's you know, it's it's one of those spots though where you can see Taylor having a big game here, and not many people will be on him. Um, you know, if I, I think him and,
1: him and McCaffrey are pretty low percentage this week, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. So you know, when you can get guys like that, that have the ceilings that they do when people aren't going to roster them, it, it makes sense to take a chance on. I'm, I'm not really going to do it. I'd rather spend at receiver. I don't know. What about you?
1: I, I'm finding it hard to get there. I may try and get creative. And, you know, I, I always like those guys when they're unpopular. Cause like, you know, obviously they're huge ceilings. Um, McCaffrey's questionable, but man, he's going against the New Orleans run They held uh, Tampa to what? 26 carries for 66 yards last week. Um, he only has 10 targets so far, which is my biggest thing with McCaffrey. Like, you want him to have ten targets a week, not ten targets over two weeks. And he just—he uh, he looked good last week at a fifty-yard run. He had one hundred twenty-eight total yards. But uh, I know that offense is just such a mess right now. It's hard to pay up for uh, up for McCaffrey. Um, what? Is, Derek Henry's eighty-one hundred going against the, uh, the the Raiders, and he was thirteen carries for twenty-five yards a minute. He does not look the same. His last five games, he came back from surgery under three yards per carry. No catches through two games. Like the big thing last year, starting the year was like he was involved in the passing game, and that was just boosting up his value so much more than it always was. Uh, nobody's going to have him this week, right? With Cook and Eckler right there. Like, if you wanted to go, uh, you know, go completely game theory and go uh, go low roster, should you go Derek Henry? But I have not liked what I've seen so far from this Titans offense.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think you're spot on with all that. Uh, the Titans offense just looks much worse now without aj brown and henry coming off the injury everything you mentioned not catching passes and then uh this raiders team they're playing quite a bit slower than one of the slowest teams in the league and slower than people expected um you know not running as many plays it's affected cars attempts and just it'll it'll, it'll, i don't know i'm off that game in general um uh, Henry will have to rush for, I don't know. It just, you know, yeah, he has to rush for a huge game to to get you there. And yeah and he could do it. I mean, he could throw up 140 yards and three touchdowns.
1: I don't think anybody's going to blink, but I just, it's it's not where I'm going this week. What about lower in this range? Uh, we've got Joe Mixon. We have Aaron Jones, who uh, had a really big week last week with the two touchdowns at uh, 170 total yards. We got DeAndre Swift, 7,200. He only played 50% of snaps last week because of the injury, but still 87 yards. A receiving touchdown, he had like a forty or fifty yard run too early in the game. I, I didn't. I, I I remember looking at him like oh, I I just can't play him. I think a snap share be, be down, and then he runs for fifty five yards or whatever on the first carry. Um, Minnesota hasn't been great against the run. DeAndre Swift's averaging ten point yards for per touch. That is a bonkers stat right there in a game that's going up. I think he's my favorite of these three guys. I think that bro, you think that uh, as long as he's cleared, the snap count should go back up a little bit. You always worry about Jamal Williams getting, you know, pulled, getting pulled uh, at the goal line or Swift getting pulled for Jamal Williams, at the goal line. Um, any interest in this Mixon Jones uh, Swift group down here?
2: Yeah, um, maybe it would, it would be this. It would be Swift. Like you said, I-, I didn't play Swift last week either. Cause I was worried about the snap share. You know, seven touches. I don't know. I, I see he five targets, but I don't know. I want more than that for seventy-two right. hundred. He's looked great when he's been in yeah. there. Fifty he's yards running awesome. in both games, and he caught that touchdown. I don't know. I'm re- I'm really worried about that usage, though. Uh, Mixon. Yeah, the opposite with Mixon it hasn't looked good, but the usage is huge. This is a spot for Mixon where you're going to get him a little bit less popular, and yeah. It, could be a good spot against the Jets. I don't know though. No, talk to me more about about Swift though. Is is he going to get the usage this week? I'm gonna
1: need a I'm gonna need a quote that says he's for full go or something like that. I'm gonna need something. I mean, I love Swift, but you're right. Uh, seven or eight touches, not gonna get it done. I can't you can't count on the 50-yard touchdown each week. But uh, Mixon's wild. Mixon has 56 touches already this so far this year through through two weeks. And those are games that you know the Bengals weren't like winning by a lot. Obviously, we've talked about the fact that uh, you know the Bengals haven't been winning very much. We talked about your bets there, but um, we didn't get the game script we wanted last week. We thought we'd get it against the Cowboys, didn't get it. Uh, the offensive line, we always talk about the offensive line with Burrow, but the offensive line hurts Mixon, too. He's, he's about three yards of carry. Uh, like Everything is like contact right away. He's not getting like a lot of yards before contact. Uh, but the Browns, we talked about Nick Chubb. The Browns had 186 yards rushing and three touchdowns um, against the – or 186 yards total for the running backs and three touchdowns last week against the Jets. So the matchup's nice. Uh, I'm probably not doing it this week because I'm going to go – I'm going with the passing game in that game as we talked about earlier.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I'm pretty much – We'll get into some of these other backs down here, I guess, but I'm pretty much just focused on three running backs this week: Dalvin Cook up top, Fournette in the middle, maybe Montgomery below. I mean, yeah, I'm not really looking many place, many other places, I guess. You're the uh, you're the
1: Packers guy talking about that. I just find it tough. Like Jones was awesome last week, but he had 18 touches. Dylan had 19. Like, it's just so hard when you know they're splitting to try to figure out what's going on. It's who scores the touchdown. That's always hard to time.
2: Yeah, it's so hard. Um, I was all over Jones week one, and yeah. he didn't really do it. And then last week he goes off. It's just – it's a tough matchup. Uh, yeah, I guess is tough. Yeah, This I game, though, like the injuries are going to be important in that game, I guess more so at receiver. But, you know, if some of these Packers receivers are out, um, yeah, I don't mind the running backs. No one's going to play these guys, but it's just not a matchup I want to target. Maybe in the afternoon – Four game slate but not on the main slate
1: yeah I agree I think it's just a matchup I don't really want to attack very much I think that Jones probably gets the edge for me just because i think th- all those receivers are out yeah, i think he catches a bunch of passes but um so you talked about Fournette down in this uh, in this kind of mid-range he's 6500 um he's priced really well um 36 uh like 36 touches already or something like that uh two he only yeah only 2.7 yards per carry he's not been very effective but he has 48 and a half percent of tampa Bay's touches overall like not just out of running back like yeah overall Tampa Bay touches uh, everybody is out. Mike Evans suspended for his, uh, his Lattimore push. Uh, Godwin's out. Uh, there's just, it, there's just not a lot for, to for Brady to kind of lean back on. Green Bay's allowed like six yards per carry so far this year. They've been run against pretty well. So I just think Fournette kind of sets up. Well, and he's the only name in this range we mentioned earlier. I think he's got to be popular.
2: Yeah, he's just got to be. Um, You mentioned he was up against a tough run defense last week. And then if we remember back to last season, Fournette was catching six, seven, eight passes, like just about every week there for a while. And with with Evans and Godwin out. Yeah, it's just a good spot and he's too cheap. So Fournette for me, um, I guess there's other guys. Down here, Dave, you can go for. But you
1: mentioned David Montgomery; he was the one guy that did play well against uh, the Packers. He was fifteen for one twenty-two rushing. Um, actually, in a game where they're a small favorite, I didn't think we'd see that very often this year. But they're a small favorite over Houston. Houston's allowing four point eight yards per carry. I think that uh, you know, if people want to get cheap, cheap, his name sticks out pretty well above everybody else under six thousand.
2: Yeah, you're you're not uh, you're not going to get many spots this year where the Bears are favorite. So yeah. uh, Montgomery under six K for a guy that again catches passes as well and is always out there. And now you add a little touchdown equity and maybe positive game script if they got the lead. So yeah, I definitely want to take a chance on Montgomery.
1: I, uh, I also like miles Sanders actually down here. He's 5,500, a nice game script set up for him. They are favored against the commanders. Um, he had 17 carries last week. Like that's pretty actively involved for a, for a Philadelphia running back at 80 yards. Rushing uh, looks pretty good. Washington is allowed. yards per carry so far on the on the two uh, the early two-week season highest in the nfl i think they are primed to run against um i like sanders to bust a big play and get some usage in there at 5500 i think i'm all about that
2: yeah i was gonna ask you about sanders i if i remember last year he's not one of your favorite guys he's uh
1: he is frustrating there's no (laughs) doubt about it i think that uh they seem to be using him well. I think he's talented. I think he could break one. He's obviously a kind of a, a risk reward kind of guy. But uh I like the setup here. I like the matchup here. I like the usage so far this season. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Tepidly put my toe in the water here and get back in the Miles Sanders business. Uh, it, just mostly because of the price. I mean, week one, he had 13 carries, 96 yards, and a touchdown his first touchdown that it was very well publicized and scored all last year and scored in week one. Uh, I just think this spot lines up really well. 5,500. I think, uh, I think I'm in this week. Is there, is there anybody else uh, under 6,000 that you find yourself playing? Cause I, uh, I had trouble finding a bunch of guys in here for me it was Montgomery and Sanders. And that was kind of about it.
2: Yeah. Same for me, actually. Again, for me, it's Sanders, uh, again, you know, it never feels great rostering Sanders, but right. the Eagles, the Eagles look a little better this year. Everything you he said, he's cheap. Um, he, he got a he got a running quarterback to take attention away. I just think it all it
1: all lines up nicely for for some big plays in this offense.
2: Yeah, and you know, Hertz rushed for a couple touchdowns last week. That each of their backups scored a touchdown the week before. So like there's opportunities for Sanders to maybe get more touches around the goal line. Some people might read that as maybe he'll get less. They have all these other options, but uh, no, I I like Sanders. Uh, It was nice to see him get all those carries last week. As far as the rest of this range. No, I don't really like anybody. The guy who seems to be, like the most popular just based on projections. I don't know. It seems like Josh Jacobs is going to get some some ownership just because he's 5400 His price just keeps dropping. Um, look, I I understand it because they're favored against Tennessee. Um, but I mentioned, I just, I don't love that game. The Raiders playing slow, Tennessee running the ball. Like you can see that game just wasting away. But yeah, pe- uh, people seem to like Jacobs at least a little bit.
1: Um, let's see anything else in that, uh, in that range. I mean, it just seems like it's tough. There's a, there's the Rams in there with this, with the kind of split backfield. There's Jacksonville Miller with the split backfield. It's just, there's a lot of teams in there that like are just splitting together. The jets, same kind of way with, with Hall and, uh, with Hall and, uh, Michael Carr. it just seems like it, it's a tough range to find everybody.
2: Yeah. I really think I'm just not going to force it. And I'm probably going to plant my flag with Fournette and Montgomery and Sanders and cook and, Maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into uh, receivers. But first, a note from our sponsors at Monkey
1: Knife Fight. Football is officially back on Monkey Knife Fight with all the NFL action you're looking for. And if college football is more your speed, they've got plenty of that too. On Monkey Knife Fight, there's no sharks, no salary caps, and no math. It's just easy to play, easy to win, daily fantasy player props. Join now at monkeyknifefight.com and get your first game free. Then use promo code RWNFL to get your first deposit match instantly up to $100. So what are you waiting for? Join Monkey Knife Fight fight today uh so we kind of already talked about expensive receivers um you know cup and jefferson are 9900 9300 adams is 8400 coming off the the two for 12 game he did score but that was a that was a rough game if you played the chalk there uh, we mentioned i love jamar chase 8100 this week um what are you doing above this eight thousand dollar range are you finding yourself kind of dipping down to the tyreek um Stephon diggs range are you gonna play anybody up here do you have a favorite what are you doing this uh, expensive range
2: yeah um Well, digs, I'm definitely going to have some digs. So that's going to make it tough to get too much of these other guys. to be honest, I haven't quite decided yet. Um, You make some really good points about Chase. I'm not going to play Adams. Um, I don't know. Like, do you have a take on Adams and the Raiders? Adams scored instantly last, last week. That game ended up as, you know, somewhat of a shootout. It went to overtime and he caught two passes. That was um, that was the weirdest second half
1: of offense I've seen in a long time from the Raiders. They were up with 20 to nothing at halftime or 20, whatever it was, and had like 55 yards against Arizona in the second half. Like I don't know what happened. Uh I don't know if they went to a shell. I mean, J- Jacobs had 19 carries, so maybe that was some of it. They just stopped throwing. It was just a weird game, and it's just it was so strange. Like it's like you're up 20 to nothing, but keep scoring. Like it's like when they foot off the gas and they paid for it with the with the Kyler comeback. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm going Chase this week, so I'm not going Adams. Um, I don't think I can get up to the top guys, but the you know, Jets have allowed a, a, a league high touchdown rate to receivers through two games with, with Chase. He was quiet last week. I always liked that, but still had nine targets. Um, and I, I mentioned before the price like above Diggs and Tyreek has to help his percentage. Um, on a similar strategy note, we've got, uh, we mentioned Diggs at 7,700. We mentioned Tyreek at 7,600. We mentioned Amonrod at 7,200. Uh, I kind of like going AJ Brown right in the middle there. Another play that I don't think anybody's going to take. He's 7,300. I think everybody will go up or down on him. Um, you know, Kirk and, uh, and Safe Brown both uh, played really well against Washington. So far, I mentioned about Washington's defense. We were talking about, uh, you know, Sanders and Hurts. Uh, J- Brown was quieter last week. He was five for 69 and eight targets after the big week one. But if you want to get a little different in this range with the stud, I think the AJ Brown's the least owned of these three, at least four guys.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um...
1: It's a great, it's a great receiver week. There's a lot of awesome plays and all these guys are, all these guys are pretty good at above 7,000.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. Um, this it's going to be, everything's going to be one at receiver this week. I yeah. least, I think it will, we'll, we'll, go down and there's a ton of plays too, but I agree with you about Philly. And I think that hurts a little mini stack with either Brown or Smith, um, I don't think that will be as popular as people will go to all these other spots that we've mentioned already. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Totally. AJ Brown is going to be way less popular than these other guys in the seven K range.
1: And, obviously, explosive Hurts likes him. Uh, you know, Devontae Smith woke up last week, had the seven targets, seven catches. Um, so, I think that's – I think Brown uh, – A.J. Brown, not Amon Ross, Brown, fits nicely in there. But we've talked about a lot of expensive guys. What do we do in the mid-range this week? Let's talk, like, in the 6,000. We talked about Jalen Waddle. He's 6,800. He had uh, 19 targets last week. Like, give me a break. That's wild. 11 for 171, two touchdowns. Um, you know, kind of the same secondary notes we talked about when we talked about Tua. We talked about Tyreek. Uh, the bills are decimated in the secondary right now. I know that their front seven's great and they will get to Tua, but when they don't, uh, Waddle and or Waddle and going to make some plays. So he's priced at Uh T Higgins, if you don't want to go up to Chase with my Burrow stack, you can go T Higgins sixty one hundred. Had a nice week last week after coming back concussion, six for seventy one and on a touchdown. And Christian Kirk in this range sixty two hundred. He's still low priced in a uh, in a pretty good game script game. You know if, if Herbert plays, you got to think they're cha- they're trailing the Chargers. He was six for seventy-eight, two touchdowns last week. On after a hundred-yard game in week one, uh, the Chargers D is good. That's the problem here. They've shut down uh, Hunter Renfro and Juju Smith-Schuster, kind of in the in the slot receiver role that Kirk plays. But he's still underpriced, sixty hundred. I do like uh, that as a possible play if you want to, you know, kind of play for the second half. And Trevor Lawrence looked better last week. Uh, anything else you like in the six thousands? I mentioned Higgins, Kirk, and Waddle. Is there somebody else that uh, that you uh, you you're a fan of this week here?
2: Um, yeah, so definitely Higgins. Uh, yeah. Higgins is just underpriced in general. Agreed. Um, so he's even playable in cash games or as a one-off if you happen to end at that salary, for sure. Um, the other guy that I would have interest in is Mike Williams. And again, uh, if, if it's, it's about Keenan Allen being out again, uh, does that have to be a, that has to be a Keenan plays. You just cross him
1: off or are you going to, I think, I think, yeah, I will.
2: I will. Yeah. It, the, like everything for me is dependent on that. I mean, you know, he's the guy when healthy, that's getting 12 targets. We saw Williams last week, yep, 10 targets, eight catches. And, you know, Williams has such a big ceiling, uh, we see him have these two touchdown games all the time, catching deep balls. So I would definitely have some interest in Mike Williams if Keenan is out. But um, if no, it's, other than that, uh, I agree with you. If it's
1: Sunday morning and uh, they come out up, oh, Gabe Davis is good to go. He looked good in warmups. He's 6,300. He was four for 88 and a touchdown on five targets in week one. 6,300 is pretty cheap for uh, an explosive piece of this game. Do you play him if he says he's good to go? Obviously there was a video of him yesterday kind of limping after he caught a ball. It wasn't great video, but if he's playing, he says he's good to go. Or are you playing him at 6,300?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, it's tough. I, I'm leaning towards no. I don't know. Like, there's, there's so much at receiver. So you're going to need him to be out there healthy yep. and catch more than just a touchdown. I mean, you don't want him to have just three catches for, I don't know, 60 yards and a touchdown. Like, yeah, that's a fine game. But you need big games from these 6K guys. I'm not saying he can't do that. Uh, if I knew that he was a hundred percent healthy and going to be out there for a lot of the snaps, then sure. I don't just, I don't know if that's a spot I want to gamble on. What about you? You just feel like in you, there's, the, there's a high enough possibility in quarter one, he like
1: makes a cut and you see him like limping off the field and they're going to check out in the tent. I just, I, I yeah, I, I have to, I'll have to read on the quotes and he says he's a hundred percent going to play. He's already said that, but it's a, uh, it's uh, it's, it's a really tough call. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it this week with the other names in here. I, he's got a huge upside, but. I don't think i'm gonna do it there's too much risk for me that with an ankle that he just he tweaks something and he's you know he's out in the first quarter uh what about the guys in the five thousands uh we've uh, we've mentioned a couple names here but not many um i'm gonna let you go first because i took the six thousands. what uh, what do you like in receiver wise in the five thousand who are your favorite plays in here
2: man i like a lot of these guys in the top range um definitely love drake london with my Mariota stacks i mean london looks really good and he should only get better 12 targets last week so really like london really like cooks for the same price it just um he's 10 targets again i mean cooks is we said last week cooks is always going to get 10 targets the uh, texans just don't really have anybody else and the matchup against chicago is pretty decent and cooks is even cheaper than he was the first two weeks, so I like Cooks as well. Uh, same price, I like Lockett, uh in that Atlanta Seattle game. That I, I might run back my Atlanta stacks with, yep. with Locket So I like all those guys, man. I, and even, um, I'll play some Adam Thielen as well because I don't think people are really going to use Thielen as much in that game. They're going to use Cook and Jefferson and Irv Smith and Ammon Ra and these are the times when Thielen shows up with two touchdowns i mean yeah he's getting older he's not the the player he once was but he's still going to have those games with with a couple touchdowns so i don't know i like that whole top range it's tough for me to narrow it down uh, what do you think do you uh, you didn't make it mentioned do you like Michael
1: Thomas at all 15900 he's uh, he has a touchdown in both weeks uh, feels well priced with a good floor but i don't know if the ceiling's there anymore but uh, it's kind of hard to judge uh, Carolina's pasty who Thomas plays against this week. They face the Browns, the Giants, so not great pass offenses, but uh what do you do with Thomas if you're not hundred? It feels like he's in a weird like kind of priced well, but yeah. I don't love I don't love clicking the name. It's a it's a it's a spot that I can't really figure out myself.
2: Yeah, and it's not that I don't like him, but with all those guys that I just mentioned yeah. just won't end up getting there. You know, we mentioned at the start that that was one of the games that we're not really interested in anyways. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's just tough to know if Jameis is going to, you know, who Jameis is going to target. We'll mention, you know, everyone's been talking about Chris Olave on the Saints. He had something crazy like 330 (laughs) air yards last week.
1: Crazy. I I do have that stat when we talk about him, but like that, it was wild how many deep balls they threw to him. And like eight of them were completely uncatchable, but still like it's crazy how many shots they took at him last week.
2: Yeah. And if Kamara is going to play too, like, I just can't t- take a chance on yeah. Thomas. No. And there's all those other guys for the same salary.
1: So I, I like the bottom half of this range. You kind of hit the top one, which I, I like some of those plays too. I really like, uh, I really like the, the locket. I love London. We talked about him last week too, but um, the jets guys are interesting to me down here. Garrett Wilson looked shot out of a cannon last week. He looked awesome. Eight for one hundred and two, two touchdowns on 14 targets. He looked the part, like he passed the eye test fully that last touchdown. Like he blew by the guy to, to catch that ball. And, um, a nice run back for my Bengals stack. I do like Elijah Moore, too. Has had two quiet games, but a really talented guy. He's run the most routes. I know that Wilson and Corey Davis have done more, but Moore's out there all the time, and I really like that. It's not like he's not playing or not seeing snaps, so I do. Uh, I think both those guys are really playable. The other one in here that nobody will want, uh, Jacoby Myers at 5,000 on New England. He had uh, hit 13 targets last week. He was 9 for 95. He's boring. He's a floor guy. He's a PPR floor guy, but uh, I think he's playable at 5,000 at that price, and we got Devontae Smith down here at 5,200. We talked about, uh, AJ Brown and Hertz and the, and the, Eagles offense. I mean, nice bounce back for Smith seven for 80 on seven targets. I think he's just a really good player. It's hard to figure out where they're going to go every week. I think I go, I, think I go the jets guys over him, but, uh, you know, in that range, he's got the talent, uh, question in the chat. Uh, would you play Jimmy G or Tom Brady this week? Yeah, I guess that'd be a season long question. Um, I'm still playing Tom Brady. I know the receivers are out, but I still find a way that Brady will get it done, uh, I think the Niners are going to again try and run the ball a bunch. And I'd still go Brady, although it's uh, it's funny that that's even a possible question. <laughs> three week, two weeks into the season, um, I get it. I never thought there'd be a question in week three, but uh, I'd still go Brady.
2: Yeah, it's funny that that's a question. I'll I'll side with Brady as well, man. I didn't realize how loaded that that low five k just two at receiver. Wow, um, yeah, all those guys you mentioned. Uh, I like then, Devontae Smith. Yeah, I was thinking about that Eagle stack. And then the guy you didn't even mention, you could run it back with is Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Who, um, target. Nine targets again last week. Target um, monster so far. Yeah. Target monster and uh, a few run plays too every week. So, yep. you know, a guy that can score in different ways. I don't know. I like rostering those guys. He got in the end zone last week. Oh. Uh, so. Great, I don't know. Catch, great this, catch too. He got he got smoked when he caught it too. It was a great this, play. This range is loaded. I mean, and yeah, I even
1: know. even right below it at forty eight hundred, you got Josh Palmer. If Keenan Allen doesn't play, he's workable. Uh, a guy that I like and I will I probably won't get there is Traylon Burks. I think he's his uh, his usage in the offense is going up. He was uh, up to a sixty percent snap share last week. He had six targets. He's insanely talented. I was hoping he was going to be cheaper. I was going to play him for sure. He was like in the, the low fours or the high threes for it. Henry gets hard. Cause you're just close to more close to Wilson, close to Devontae Smith. But, uh, trade Barks is someone that I think is, uh, if you want to be in a, you know, you're playing a bunch of lineups in the tournament, I would throw him in a, in a couple of those, um, what about 4500 below? The, the cheap option? you mentioned, Chris Olave, um average depth of target last week, he had 30 targets, the average depth of target is 24.6 yards. Like that's an insane number. Um what are you doing down here in the in the cheap receivers if you want to uh, you want to get someone down here?
2: Yeah, uh just the one other guy just slightly more expensive if we got to keep an eye on what happens with these Tampa Bay receivers, you know, with yeah. Evans already out, we're just going to assume Godwin's out. And Julio Jones, I don't even know. You know, if Julio Jones is active, we don't even know really what that means. Um, So (laughs) Russell Gage might be the number one receiver for 4,700, five of six targets last week. Um, But, you know, Brady would just have no one else to throw to. So I think you could take a chance there, you know, if all the guys above him are out. Um, As far as cheaper than that, Um. So uh, yeah, before no, you even do I, that,
1: are you are you playing Olave? What do you do with this this crazy air yards? Yeah, okay. I think
2: like uh, again, like I like Olave as a player, and especially after all those air yards last week. But I'm not going to make it a priority just because he'll be you know relatively popular. I'll probably have more of the five K guys. So it's not okay. that I don't like him. I just probably won't play him as as, as much at least.
1: Jameis is a crazy person.
2: Yeah, right. He's
1: just literally chucking it down there. Like, let's see what happens.
2: And yeah, you th- know, Jameis, if if he's going to be that Jameis, that was pretty yeah. good for, for fantasy. Yeah, uh, I
1: mean, and, and Evan, Evans and Godwin lived off that uh, that Jameis for a long time. So, so yeah. I don't know.
2: Maybe, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm going to miss, you know, maybe Hi. I'll be late to that party. I don't know. It might be the time to play Olave and Thomas and those yeah. guys. I'm probably going to be off it, but it makes it's, sense.
1: Uh, if Kamara plays, I like it a lot less. I just think they get a little different when he plays. Um, yeah, that's other good. names down here. You mentioned uh, Russell Gage. I think that's Scotty Miller in Tampa Bay. If all those guys don't play, who doesn't play, are interesting. He had eight targets last week. He's thirty eight hundred. Um, you know, I think you're you're hoping for maybe one big play and then a bunch of uh, you know maybe some short ones for some, some PPR gold there. But I think he's playable at thirty eight hundred. Yeah, uh, ne- Nico Collins is an interesting name. He's four thousand. He was four fifty eight last week. He had ten targets. The price is nice. Um, you know, uh, Davis Mills is serviceable, and you know, everybody – I like Cooks too, and he had 10 targets, and he's obviously the player. But if you need to get cheap, um, I think if I'm under – I'm about $4,000 cheap. I think Nico Collins is my guy. Just 10 targets. Um, I think he'll get targets. He'll be involved. And uh, they are underdogs in that game, a little bit to Chicago. I didn't think the price works with Collins more than 4000
2: Yep. Nico Collins is who I was going to say as well. Oh, nice. That's...
1: I like – When we line up, that's usually a good thing. Uh yep. Uh, what about tight end this week? I feel like we've kind of tested a bunch. Uh, you know, Kelsey and Anders are expensive. Kelsey's 7,900, Anders is 6,900, uh, Waller's 5,800. We talked about all the guys in the 4,000s. You brought the guys you liked Goddard, Higby, Hawkinson. There's 47, 45, and 42. Kyle Pitts, 4,800. Uh, so we've kind of hit all the names here. Uh, do you have a favorite in that range? Like, do you find yourself like I'm gonna play Goddard, I'm gonna play Hawkinson, or is it kind of like a mix and match for you?
2: I think I'm with you. I think it's Pitts. Oh, boy. Um, I'm We're definitely I definitely
1: getting, I'm definitely getting blamed next week, aren't I?
2: No, 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 no. I mean, we know the risk. Yeah. We see we see uh 19 yards in the first two games. Oh, um so gross. Yeah, no, I think I think it's Pitts and you know while he'll be popular he's not going to be overly popular i mean there's enough people that are scared yeah. off by those first two weeks and there's and enough names right around the price rates people exactly, are like oh, I'll, just play, I'll
1: just play goddard exactly. or hawkinson or higby or even gerald everett who um you know i know had the, had the moment where he got tired and they threw a pass they got picked six but still was really involved he was six for 71 if keaton does not play i think Everett at forty four hundred becomes really playable too
2: absolutely yeah uh, and for the most part i'm just gonna um use the tight end in my stacks like pits yeah. in my Mariota stacks. I'm going to use uh Irv Smith with lions. And even with Vikings that may or may not have Kirk cousins, uh, I can use Hawkinson in those stacks too. So yeah, I'm just going to be in this 4k range. Uh, what about you?
1: I, uh,
2: yeah, I, I think I am too. A lot
1: of pits. Uh, I, I love Dallas Goddard. I wish he got more targets. Like he's at, he's averaging 18 yards a catch for a tight end. That's an exceptional, but it's hard to have volume with AJ Brown and Devonta there. he was, He was three for 60 last week. Really good, but only four targets. It's just, it's hard to, he's got to score pretty much, but I do love God as a player. Um, I get blamed for a lot of stuff. I got blamed for Isaiah Likely week one, but last week, cheap tight end, Logan Thomas, uh, three for 37, but scored a touchdown. Uh, You give me that, what's that, uh, 13, about 13 points. Give me that every time in my cheap tight end. Um, Another nice game script for Logan Thomas. week should be trailing Philly. Um, His snap percentage went up as he's getting healthier. He played like over 60% of the snaps. So I think Logan Thomas at 3,500, if I'm going, if I got to get cheap, if I've my, my lineup's built and I have to get under 4,000 at tight end, um, I like Logan Thomas. The other guy we mentioned last week for the punt play, uh, Juwan Johnson was $2,500 last week. He was four for 40 on seven targets. Not a great fantasy game, but you love seven targets for a guy that's cheap. He's 2,900 this week. Um, he ran routes on 75% of the dropbacks. He's really involved in this offense for New Orleans. I know we we talked about not wanting the New Orleans Carolina game, and then we just mentioned a bunch of guys in that game. But uh, if you wanted to punt, I think Juwan Johnson off seven targets at 2,900 works again.
2: Yeah, I know. I think so, too. And, again, I think that's sort of tied to the Kamara news as well. Um, You know, Kamara was out last week, which is a little bit of a bump for Johnson. Um, I played uh, Kylan Granson instead last week when I heard uh, the Michael Pittman news, and that did not work out. He caught two balls, I think. Uh, But, yeah, if I'm in this cheap range, it's hard not to like Irv Smith as well. Uh, He's he's 31? Yeah, he's 31, you know, eight targets last week with a touchdown and then he dropped that other touchdown and now, now you get a matchup against the Lions. So Irv Smith for 3,100. I, Yeah,
1: I'm not sure that I'll go below that. I'm glad you mentioned Michael Pittman with Kyle Granson because I was about to look up what team Kyle Granson played
2: for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I had way too much Granson last week, Scott, <laughs> and it did not work out. Yeah, I couldn't leave Irv er- er Smith dropped that
1: touchdown. That was such a perfect pass by Cousins in that game. Maybe Cousins' line looks a little different if he catches that, takes to the house for it. It was like a 70 yard touchdown, or it was. And it was a perfect pass. And the safety undercut it. He was like, he was good to go and just flat out dropped it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it's that I think it's a lot of cheap times this week. It's guys in the 4,000s. Thomas or Johnson? If I get really low, like you mentioned, I think Camara is a really good point on Johnson. I would want him not to play. I just would want the you know the target share to, to go to towards Johnson. Uh, what about uh, what about defense this week? Uh, we talked about all these good matchups. Makes it a little harder to get a defense. We don't have a lot of good teams playing bad teams. Uh, I'll let you go first here. What uh, what are you doing with your defense this week? You Got to play one.
2: Yeah, not not the obvious spot that we had last week. Right. And we can touch on that. You know, the, the how many, Bengals, how many, how many of the Bengals end up scoring? Like, Not very many, right? Four, four Scott. And you know, they were one of the most popular defenses I've ever seen that yet that I can remember seeing. What, uh, in, what
1: sort of percentage of percentage ownership was it? I, I man,
2: in, in some of the single entry and three max stuff, the higher stakes, I mean, they were 40% in some wow. of that stuff, 45% maybe even, which is just crazy. And, you know, I, uh, like three or four of the cheap defenses outscored them by a ton. So, yeah. you know, the- I
1: didn't, uh, I decided not to play them in either, in either, uh, either lineup. So I went, I went different. I don't think I did really well with defenses, but I, I definitely went different. I just thought it was going to be too high. and that, that's Yeah. I,
2: high. I had some, but I ended up uh, switching off them for the jets on, on quite a few teams that didn't work out either. Uh, the jets were also <laughs> 2200, but, yeah. uh, anyways, back to this week. Uh, I don't know. I think in terms of popularity or in terms of like value for cash games, I think people will look at Carolina, um, at home against Jameis, uh, yeah. at home against in that low total game. Uh, so I, th- I think Carolina is where like people s- will start for cash games. Um, nothing is like really jumping out for me though. What about, I mean, you're, you're better at picking these defenses than me. What do you think?
1: Uh, I like the Eagles this week at 2,900. I think that uh, they had three interceptions last week against Cousins. I thought they just looked swarming. Darius Slay was awesome last week on Jefferson. Uh, you're going to give me under 3,000 for a defense that I think is good against Carson Wentz. I know Wentz has been good so far this year, but man, give me that all, time, all day. He can yeah. make. He, he's the guy that can make that big, miss, especially if they're trailing. He'll force stuff, which I like on a defense. So uh, I like the Eagles against, uh, against Washington for 2,900. That's probably my favorite one. Um, I think people will pay New England. I think people are going to twenty five hundred, but it's against Lamar. Like I always hate going against Lamar. He runs so much; it's hard to get uh, hard to get those turnovers. They do have six sacks through two weeks. They get some sacks, but um, I'd pay up four hundred bucks to go to Philly. I think the Ravens against New England might be uh, interesting too. Uh, I like going against uh, this New England offense. I do not. Uh, I don't care for the New England offense very much. Um, they're three thousand, but I think I just go to the Eagles at twenty nine hundred. If I was going to go expensive, I know there's uh, there are some expensive choices here this week. I think. Uh, Looking at this, uh, the Chargers are up there against Jacksonville. The Bears are up there against Houston. I would go Chiefs. I think Matt Ryan looks horrendous so far. He looked awful last week, like legit yeah. terrible, forcing stuff, taking sacks for fumbles. Um, if I'm going over 3,000 this week, it's the Chiefs at 3,700 uh, at Indy. You got to think, you got to think they get the lead. I mean, who knows how games work out, but you got to think they get the lead. They're going to score. And I love, uh, I love them just pressuring Ryan, making him uh, make mistakes. So, uh, Chiefs 3,700 if I go expensive, but Eagles underneath uh, that 3,000 at 2,100, my two, my two favorite plays this week.
2: Oh man, Matt Ryan looked bad. Um, He looked, he looked, I'm not going to say he's done, but boy, did he look done last week. Man, he really did. And most people were pretty convinced that he'd be an upgrade to Carson Wentz. It really doesn't look that way. Um, I, yeah, I think I agree with you about Chiefs up top. If I, if I was going to go there, if I was going to try to pick out one of these cheap ones, which, which I probably will do, um, it's tough. You know, there's, there's not much to like way down here. I would maybe take a chance on the jets just because burrow has been holding the ball a lot. He's been turning, turning the ball over a lot, taking sacks, um, jets at home, 2,400. I don't know. I can see some turnovers in that game, but, uh, I'll try to get to the Panthers or above if I can.
1: That seems, uh, seems good. Yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going chiefs and Eagles. Chiefs where I can afford Eagles where I can't, but, uh, yeah defenses as we saw last night you're hoping for the one big play the browns really didn't do a lot and then they had that uh the lateral touchdown at the end of the game that uh, actually won some bets for people some people i saw some people had like uh steelers teased up in the spread and that uh, that uh the browns touchdown with no time left uh, covered spreads and it was uh, that's a gross way to lose right there i do a browns defense in a season-long league so i thought it was a, a wonderful decision by the steelers <laughs> nice so. Anybody else you want to talk about this late? I kind of feel like we hit all the big games, all the big stacks, all the big players, all the cheap players, the defense of the tight ends. Is there anything else on your mind you want to discuss before we jump out of here?
2: Yeah, I don't think so. I think we hit quite a bit.
1: We did. uh, Definitely did. So uh, it was uh, was a good time as always. Appreciate everybody listening. If you want to follow Ryan on Twitter, he is at Ryan Belongi. Belongi is B-E-L-O-N-G-I-A. I spelled it right. That's good. I'm at Scott Jenstad. Jenstad's J-E-N-S-T-A-D. If you have any questions for us in there, obviously things changed last week. Uh, you know, we didn't uh, we didn't know the Michael Pittman news until after the podcast. So things changed. If you want to uh, hit us up and ask us how we're, you know, kind of ad- adapting to the injuries and stuff, that's always a big deal. I did not go to Paris Campbell last week, which I'm proud of. I uh, I know a lot of people did, and he was uh, he was bad. But uh, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes opportunity does not always make up production. So yeah, neither did I.
2: Sorry, I just wanted to throw that in there. You, yeah, you bring up some uh, another another piece of late news that we didn't mention really those Packers wide receivers uh all of them miss practice and or most is, of them uh, and all are questionable now um, is, just,
1: is Lazard gonna play or no
2: yeah I don't know like no. to be honest I don't know it seems close to 50 50 you know if a couple of those guys are out uh you can people aren't gonna roster the Packers but I wouldn't mind rostering one of the 3k guys maybe one of the rookies if if they're the only ones out there uh, especially Uh, If you're going to play the afternoon slate, which is only those four later games, keep an eye on that Packers news because you might get some value there and we're going to need cheap value to afford all of these guys at receiver and running back.
1: So you're saying we finally reached Romeo dubs week.
2: Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't (laughs) want to do it again. You want multiple of these Packers to be out. Like the value is probably going to be on the Tampa side. You mentioned Scotty Miller, you know, if, 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 if Julio is out and Godwin and all these guys, yeah, Scotty Miller looks like pretty good value, too. Uh, so, yeah, keep an eye on the the news in that game.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good point. It, it, it really who – is, who is in and out in that game is going to be big, and it's a late game, too, so it's tough. Hopefully we'll get some reports in the morning. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Whether you're listening to us live on the video here, listening to us on the audio version, we always appreciate that. If you could please rate or review the podcast, we always so appreciate that. Um, other than that, we'll be back at you next uh, Friday morning talking about Week Four. Hope everybody has a really good Week Three. Uh, if you uh, if you win some big uh, some big prizes, definitely screenshot us and, uh, and hit us up on Twitter. Hopefully that happens. Other than that, hope everybody has a good week and uh, take care.
2: Thanks, Scott. Good luck, everybody.